stagnation. But there's something I'm doing in the second service, and the good thing is that you can go online and watch it. I'm teaching a lot about productive living and vision. So in the second, third, and fourth service, same all of you online, I'm going to give an assignment, and I'm going to ask everybody to go back home and write a five-year vision. You write a five-year vision. And throughout the rest of this month, you're going to bring them, and we're going to pray. So if you, you write a five-year vision for your life. Now, if you run a business, I suggest also that you write a five-year vision for it. And um, if you can listen to the teaching, it will also... But that's what I'm teaching in the first service. So I'm just saying that right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I wanted to write the five-year vision, and we'll, we'll talk about that in the um, second, third, and fourth service. So that when we're praying, I don't want you to miss out of anything. Um, it, it, this is very important to me. Someone says, I know that some people talk about 20-year vision. I don't really believe in things like that. The reason why is that the world has changed. I believed in things like that 20 years ago, but not now. The world is changing so fast that whatever you wrote 20 years ago might not be real again. You know, so but five years is just enough time to plan for the future, but also enough time to factor in reality. All right. The second thing is that as we write this vision, tomorrow and next tomorrow, we're going to critically pray for direction. We're going to critically... So some of you that don't, have not written your vision, you will begin to pray that God will give you clear directions so you can write it. But also, all of that written it, you want to begin to critically pray. Especially visions and timeline. You want to pray specifically. So it's not just about praying. I want to specifically pray towards this vision. That's why on Monday and Tuesday, we'll be fasting. We'll be praying during next level. And the focus of the prayer is favor. It's favor on Monday and Tuesday. Monday, there is no gathering, but on Tuesday... Well, we'll begin to gather up till Friday. On Tuesday, by the grace of God, we have Minister Bukola Bex that is going to lead us in a very powerful time of praise and worship. And why do we do praise and worship a lot? It's a revelation I have. As you begin to nurture the prayers with thanksgiving, you will see more results. That's what I believe in my heart. As you begin to nurture with thanksgiving, the moment, and let me tell you something, even up to this morning, one of the things I do, and I can challenge you to do the same, Develop a gratitude journal every day where you write three things God has done in your life. I try to do that. I mean, I'm not faithful every day, but I try. If my prayers every day is that I just kind of think of something, you know, I think of something that God has done. The reason why is that I want to anchor my mind on Thanksgiving. I want to anchor it on what the Lord has done. Media get our attention by telling us negative things. And because of that, the law of focus, whatever you watch, you become. If you keep singing that, it will happen to you. So I train myself in the morning, the first in the morning to just thank God. And the last in the night to thank God for what he has done. I begin to literally train my mind on how I wanted to think. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you're, if you're going through a depression, just one thing will help you out. Develop a gratitude journal habit. It can be electronic on your phone. It can be a notebook. Write it every day. Three things you're grateful for. If you don't get better after 21 days, 100,000 hours. I'm just telling you to let you know how deep this is. It's a rooted principle. You cannot stay in joy and be, and be depressed. You cannot stay in thanksgiving and be depressed. Glory to God. So all of you online, the same thing I'm saying to you. And you want to share with your friends. This is going to be a great service. If you want to invite those of you that are watching online, you can go ahead and invite your friends. Alright, so let's get into the word of God today. I don't know if you saw the flyers for uh, Monday and Tuesday. Did you see it online? Oh, you saw it. Okay, good. So let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and go into God's word. This is very good. So this morning I'm talking about dealing with delay and stagnation, career delay and stagnation. And the reason why I'm talking about this is that 
for those of you that are watching online, you may live in another country, but in the country where I live in, this is one of the most depressive times for most people when it comes to their career, when it comes to their businesses. A lot of people are literally struggling. And, um, you know, as a pastor and someone that has the heart of Jesus, Jesus, if he was physically alive, would begin to speak into the physical situation that people are going through. There are people that because of the current devaluation, their businesses have been wiped out. There are people that because of the COVID situation, they've lost their job. Their skills have become irrelevant. A lot of people are also panicking about the future. In this teaching, there are two approaches we're going to take. Number one, there's going to be a very powerful spiritual approach that will give you a prayer pattern on how you should be praying to come out of a place of stagnation and come into a place of an overflow. But also, we're going to give you Bible teaching that will root you in that plan. So, if your business has not grown in a year, if your business have, you know, have not done so well, you're stuck in your career looking for a job, this is a good teaching for you. Now, for those that are doing well, the reason why this teaching is important is this. Sometimes people do well, but it's not based on certain principles. So it's a fluke. So they can do well today, then tomorrow it begins to sink. So in this teaching, you will identify the principles at work and begin to look into it. Let's turn our Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 1. So we're going to spend, I'm going to give you a lot of assignments, what you want to pray for by yourself. You know, what you want to pray for by yourself. And all of you that have people that are always like begging you for money, opportunities. I think that more than giving them fish, you can recommend this teaching to them as a medium of transformation. Glory to God. So some of you be like, well, I'm okay. But you have people that depending on you, it could be a brother, it could be a friend that's going to a tough time. The teachings are right on YouTube. Just forward it to them and say, I think this is a good place to start from. Deuteronomy chapter 1. I'm looking for the protocol, man. Do you have my... Yeah. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 1. In verse 6. The Bible says, And God spoke unto us in Horeb. He says, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. God was very concerned with the progress of the people. He says, you have dwelt long enough. He was very concerned. He says, you have dwelt long enough in this mountain. He looked at the businessman and said, this turnover of 50 million naira that you always have for the past three years, you have dwelt long enough. I wanted to see the heart of God, how God literally wants us to progress. He says, you've done 50 million naira turnover long enough, it's enough. He says, you have been on this job as an assistant manager for five years. You have not seen any significant increase. This is enough. He says, you've moved into Canada. You've moved into North America. The first year was fantastic, but the last two years, your judgment stopped where you are. So God began to tell them. And let me say something to you here. Everybody, I'm going to come back to this later in the teaching. Everybody, but I will say because I feel inspired. Everybody listen to this. When people are stuck, something that is common is this. They have, revi- they have refused to obey the rhythm of instruction on the inside of them. And uh, let me explain what that means. How do you know what next to do? People always ask me. Because I have vision and the spirit of God within me. When it's time to do this, I would just start feeling the prompting. What most people, what happens to most people is this. When they feel the prompting, they don't respond to it. I will backtrack a little. So, 
one of the reasons and pattern I've noticed when people are stuck is that on their progress, on their journey in life, there is this prompting on the inside. And for some reason, to do something, to take an action, to venture into something. For some reason, they silence this, they don't respond to it. Let me give you a practical example. So, you're working in this company, as you're working in there, just feel like, see, this is the time to move on. What you think is the time to move on, if you understand it very well, is the prompting of God. Because that prompting is going to lead you to what? Another opportunity. I have a very dear friend of mine. He was doing well working, I think, in, in, what, in Chase Bank or in um, Wells Fargo in the U.S. Doing a great career. He just woke up one morning and said, that, no, I can't, live in, I can't live in America again. I'm heading back to Nigeria. He didn't, and from there, he began to look for opportunities. Coincidentally, there was a big bank in Nigeria that was in a transition. And the role they wanted was the role he was performing. By the time they gave him a contract, even though it was paid in Naira, he was offered about three times what was in the U.S. For the first one year, for the first one year, it was in a free accommodation, was in a motel. But how did it step into the opportunity? He followed the rhythm of grace in his heart. Many of you, for some reason, things are okay, but you feel as if you need to step out of a relationship. And you do not understand that God has opened a spiritual portal for you. What you thought was an idea was an open door. Because the open door comes within a thought. The open door comes within a thought. The open door comes within a thought. And what you have to do is to step into that thought by doing exactly what God has told you. There are people in this place, when you're doing investment, and something will just tell you that, why not try this? And when I say something tells you, it's not what people gather together to discuss. It is very genuine to the depth of your being. You just say, why not start this? And what you must learn is this. You must just learn to step out in faith. I remember when we were having two or three services here. As I came, the Spirit of God stayed up in my heart and said, have another service. When I came, people say, Pastor, you don't understand. This service is not full. That service is not full. Why do you say have another service? But because of the reading in my heart, I started. You know what we found out five months after? The total, the services that were not full when we didn't services became full. Then the new one also became full again. How did that happen? I obeyed something. The reason why people do not obey is because number one, they are not taught to respond to that thing. Because this is what the Bible says. He says, I will lead you in the way you should go. It says, I'm the one that teach you to profit. Are you listening to me? Let me show you that scripture quickly. In the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17. He says this, Thus said the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God. He was telling them, this is who I am. And the next thing is that, which teacheth thee. God did not say, I'll give you profit. God says, I would teach you to profit. Uh, what does that mean? You run a business that's doing so well. You just begin to have the inclination. Maybe I should open an Abuja center. Maybe I should open a Dakar center. Maybe I should open a Kenya center. What you don't know is that the spirit of God from within is instructing you. It's but because you do not know, this is why people get stuck. They do not know that that's the spirit of God. That's the first reason. The second reason why people get stuck is this. When they hear the voice, they are looking for physical things to confirm what they have heard. The Paul said, I conferred not with flesh and blood. He says, I conferred not with flesh and blood. I conferred not with flesh and blood. 
Glory to God. Right now, we're starting a church in Abuja. And I was telling the pastors, I said, just how miraculous is this? This morning, they are gathering. I believe that they will watch this service. And when they watch the service, we've not announced we started the church. We just said, hey, all of you in Abuja, I want to be a worker. Just come. All the workers will meet for two months, just get trained, understand our vision, because people are coming from different places. When they had the workers meeting, they, I mean, just workers meeting, they're getting 210 people attend. These are on advertised meeting. You cannot even see it online. The pastor told me that last week, you know, because we had this huge budget that we needed to use to start the church, buy media equipment, buy this, buy that, buy this. Pastor told me last week, he said, Pastor, someone came to the church and gave us this check, this amount of money. The, what the person gave them, when Harvester started, that was the first three years of our income. How did I know? The questioner, how did I know such things will happen? I did not know, but I felt the perception of grace in my heart. As I stepped out, what happened, I saw it. You must understand that for the child of God, it, there's a lot of permutation and calculation. But the way we walk is this. He leads me beside the still water. He leads me beside the still water. He leads me beside the still water. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He makes me lie down in green pastures. What are still water? The still waters are provision that don't have stress. It's still water. There are waters that are troubled. He says, he leads me beside the still water. You are driving and something says within your heart and says, it's time to buy your house. Listen to me. That was a divine opportunity to open up to you. He leads me beside the still water. He leads me beside the The same thing was starting our church in our job, that church pastor was telling me. He said, ah, Pastor, someone came last week and, you know, and was discussing the church start with me. The person brought a check. The check the person brought is about 70% of our first year income as a church. He said, I'm giving towards this. So another person came to me and said, I want to do this. See, the question is that those people will never do those things except I stepped out. And I'm saying so because there are many of you here. The Lord is leading in a certain direction. You know, it can be something physical. To start a business, to do something. But you are waiting for physical conditions to comply. This is what the Bible says. He that observes the wind will never sow. If you are waiting for things to change physically before you take a step, it says you will be ruined. So maybe there's a step, maybe there's a career move you have to make. Maybe there's a relocation you have to make. Maybe there's something about the job you have to make. You have to do that now. And you do it in faith. All you have to do is to really gather that that's where God wants you to be. Some of you are in a wrong relationship that's leading to marriage. But you're staying there because you're saying that there's nothing else to go to. The way it is is this. Until, <laughs> the way it is it is it. The year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Some things have to die for you to see some things. Yes, so you are trying to hold on to this and see something that you must just be able to say, you know what, dig down within my heart. It's not something influencing me. I know that this is not where I should be. And you move out. Some of you are here, the Lord has spoken to you about certain leadership in church or you have been invited to see certain things in church and you are saying that, I don't have this, but deep down in your heart, there's a conviction, this is what I should be doing. But because you cannot see the connection. So dealing with career and business stagnation. So, so we're, we're speaking about that. Okay, do you, have my, do you have it right now? So dealing with that, dealing with stagnation and career. Can I have it please? So the question now is that, why am I stuck? Which is a very important question. Why am I stuck when it comes to my career? Thank you. Can I find something else, you know, that's not like this? Something, just another adapter, um, another charger, something like that. Yeah. So, I want to explain to you.
people always ask questions like, you know, why am I stuck? Why am I stagnated? And when people are stagnated, the way I think about stagnation, yes, yes, thank you. When I think about stagnation, I believe that stagnation has three causes. Number one, there are spiritual causes of stagnation. Number two, there are physical causes which is in the environment. Number three, there are personal causes of stagnation. Now, why did I explain those three causes to you? We'll be covering this in this teaching this month. This is the reason why I explained to you. There are spiritual causes of stagnation, and you will see that Genesis chapter 27 in verse 40. Let me say something. These are people that are stuck, and the reason why they are stuck is purely spiritual. Genesis chapter 27 verse 40. I want to read the scripture to you. This is what the Bible says. One of the things, Jacob, um, sorry, the father of Jacob and Isaac. Okay, it's here. It says to, and this was the father of Jacob and Isaac telling, um, this was the father of Esau and Jacob, Isaac, telling them what? He told Esau, he said, by the sword you shall live. You shall save your brother. It shall come to pass that thou shalt have a dominion when thou shalt break his yoke off your neck. Without Esau doing anything, there was a spiritual law in motion that says you will not go beyond your brother. It was, it was a spiritual limit. It, it didn't have to do with about him. So sometimes there are spiritual operations in process that just limits people. It limits people, limits families. A lady said to me, I was giving a testimony. He said, Pastor, nobody, he said, we have three sisters. Nobody had ever gotten married before. He said, we had this prayer meeting. You told us to go and begin to try out our faith. He said, the first time at 35, I wore a wedding gown just because I wanted to exercise my faith. I wanted to stop. He said, it felt so strange. It occurred to me that the reality of wedding and marriage was not really my spirit. He said, what did I do? I went back to what you said. Went back to the word. Started declaring, started declaring, started declaring, started declaring. He said, I was consistent with the prayers. He said, the next thing I noticed is that amongst my sisters, I broke through. Before you knew it, a man came into my life. We're not talking about marriage. He said, those things have never existed before. But the way that thing I believe is that there was a spiritual barrier. There are families where nobody in the family has done over a hundred million before. They ask, that, that's what it is. There are families where nobody is significant. It's just what it is. And sometimes that is spiritual. But that's not the only reason why people are stagnated. Because people are quick to say, that's my problem. We will come to know that. The second reason why people are stagnated is this. It's because of physical situations. Something in the environment. Something around them. For example, when it comes to doing well in life. Just being born in America can position you to do better than a Nigerian. Yes or no? Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. Look at what the Bible says. So these are physical things that limit people. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. Glory quickly. I, I just want to read from the screen so that we can get it quickly. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 10. This is what the Bible says. It says, if the iron be blunt, he that cut the edge, and it do not work, sorry, if the iron be blunt, and it do not wedge the edge, then must much be put to Sorry, then must he put more strength for wisdom is profitable to direct. What was it saying here? It says, if what you are using to trade in life is not effective, you will put more energy there. And when you say so, so in some countries there will be a lot of factors that will enable you to do better than in some other countries. So those are physical limitations. For example, the Bible speaks of Jericho. That Jericho was strictly shot because of the children of Israel. So there are those things there. So stagnation can be because of a spiritual cause. Stagnation can be because of a physical cause. And the third one is this. Stagnation can be because of a personal issue. 
It can be because of the personal issue. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. And um, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. There are three causes of salvation. It can be spiritual, it can be physical, it can be a personal thing. Look at what the Bible says. Let's read together. I want to go. What? The labor of the foolish does what? Weary it every one of them. Why? What? Is it because it's cost? Is it because his nation has problem? The Bible says because the person himself does not know how to go into the city. So this person will find himself fighting to do well in business. Fighting to do well in business. And he will not do well. And the reason why is that he does not know. The nature of knowledge is this. Most people are not aware of their ignorance. That's the painful thing about knowledge. So there are people that they think they know. Once you listen to them, it's obvious they do not know. But that's why the first level of knowledge is the awareness of what you don't know. Most people are at the state where they do not know and they are not aware that they do not know. So you think you know how to run a business. We want in reality, you do not know how to run a business. You think you have a game plan for career success. In reality, it's not effective. So the Bible says, this is what the Bible says. And look at what it says. This scripture is very, very powerful. The reason why people are overwhelmed in life. The reason why people go into depression is this. Number one, two things. They don't know where they are going. And they do not know how to go go there. So it says, the journey of the foolish man wearies him. The foolish man becomes overwhelmed. The foolish man becomes very tired. He's frustrated about his career. He's frustrated about his marriage. He's frustrated about, you know, his relationship. He's frustrated about the business. And the reason why he's frustrated is because genuinely with an oversight view, he does not know how to go into the city. And if he doesn't know how to go into the city, see what the Bible says. He says, his journey will yet him. Thing meaning that he thinks he knows. So he's still doing activities, going around, going around, going around, going around, going around, going around. But in reality, he does not know. So when people do not know, it's not as if they know they don't know. But this is the way you will know if you know. Result justifies everything. If you are a Bible says wisdom is justified of our children. How do you know a wise man? He said the wise man will have result that justifies wisdom. So in this teaching, we we're going to get really practical, powerful insight. But the first thing is that you need to be honest with yourself. Hey, do I know? You need to be honest with I say, do I know? Someone says, I know what I'm doing. Does your result show you know? Nothing destroys personal growth and success like ego. Did you hear what I said? Nothing destroys personal growth and success like ego. We have leaders that run this nation. They don't know how to run a nation. Why can't you go to Dubai and say, teach us? You don't have to know everything. The wisdom is to know what you know and what you don't know. And find someone that knows it. And listen to me, Dubai was not built by people, for, by the Emirates. Dubai was built by Europeans and Americans. Because they knew they couldn't build it, they tapped into the resources. The reason why a lot of people are stagnated is this. Number one, they don't know. And when they, don't, when they know they don't know, instead of them to look for help and to talk to someone, they will keep quiet. There are many people that are getting into a divorce because they did not talk about their marital problem early. 
There are many people that are stuck financially because they did not talk about these things early. They kept on saying, I will figure it out. I will figure it out. I will figure it out. Learning is very good, but getting a mentor is better. Experience is the best teacher when it's not your own. Experience is the best teacher when it's not your own. You are going to a marital crisis. Who are you sitting down to that is helping you? You are running a business. Who are you sitting down to that is helping you? If you don't have other people on board, you are going to turn your life into an, an experience. If you don't have other people on board, you are going to turn your life into an experiment. Glory to God. So why am I saying this to you? So there are three types of problems. So look at this now. In this, in this, um, in this um, um, extension blocks, there are three types of plug. There's the three-level plug, there's the two-level plug, and there's the what? There's the USB cord. Look at this now. If I want to plug this here, it's not designed to plug here. It cannot work. If I want to plug this now, this one, I'm not, it can work here, but it's not working in certain other places. It cannot work here. What I'm saying is that if you don't know the reason why you are stagnated and you begin to use a general approach, it will not work. Let me tell you something, and this is the problem. Most of you know that this thing is not, most of you know that this is not ancient here. This is where frustrated. Why are people frustrated? Let me explain to you why people are frustrated. I just explained that these three things explain like three dimensions of problems, right? So, but these are solutions. Most of you have an idea of a solution. You begin to plug your solution to the problem because you have wrongly diagnosed the problem. As you plug it, it's not entering. It's not working. What do you do? This word frustration sets in. People begin to force it. They begin to force it. They begin to force it. They begin to force it. Listen to me. Once you understand the rhythm of grace and ease, you will understand that the force is not necessary. It's because of a what? There's no alignment. So what you do is to ask yourself, why is this thing not working here? Why are you forcing it? Why are you forcing it? And the reason why you enter into depression is this. Because and frustration. Frustration simply means what I'm doing is not working. I'm not changing it and I keep doing it. Many of you, what you are doing about your business not working, you keep doing it. You are saying, I'm into contracting. You've been there for three years. You want to change the result. You've been doing it. It's not working, but you keep doing it. Some of you are here. You are listening to me online. You want to get to marriage. You've been doing the same thing. It's not working. Every time you are doing the same thing that's not working, you will end up in frustration. And frustration is a terrible place to be because it's an emotional state that attracts negative things to yourself. So many people are here. They are forcing it. They say, you say no, no. See, let me tell you something. This is what... This is what Ecclesiastes 10, 10 says. It says, if it's not working, go back to what you are using and evaluate it again. Should I give a, should I give a good secret in life? Everybody look up here. Let me give you a very powerful secret. One of the most important things you want to do in your life is this. If you want to change and breakthrough, look to the past where you had a breakthrough and a change. Ask yourself, what did I do? What did I know? What happened? You know why? Genesis 1 says, every seed has a seed in itself. Meaning that when God does something in your life, that experience has another seed that can become another fruit. If you go back and look at it, you will find something in that experience that can become a seed for your next experience. This is what I tell entrepreneurs. People come and say, I don't want to go to your business. So they say, they begin to say, yes, this is our new strategy, our new strategy, our new strategy. I say, calm down. Before you give me a new strategy, let's go to old strategy. 
in the last five years, when was your best years? Let's look at it. When was your best product? Let's look at it. You saw what happened. I said, that is the pattern of grace. Look at what happened and learn. And people that investment experts understand this. When people are doing investment, either it's crypto, forex, or, you know, um, or what they call it, um, you know, it, it can be stock. What they look for is pattern. They say this stock has done well over the few years. We know it will do well like this. For example, crypto, yesterday Bitcoin hit $55,000. People are now rushing to Bitcoin. You will rush into trouble. You must understand that the nature of what it is, it's going to go down and come down. That's what it is. It's going to go higher than that, then it's going to crash back again. So when it crashes back, you begin to pray. God is saying, see, and this is where I'm going to train you in the prayer points. Because the prayer points you are praying is wrong. You need to pray some other way about this thing. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. You are having marital problem, marital problem. Ask yourself, when we had marital peace, what was I doing? I'm telling you, I'm having marital problem, marital problem. When I have marital, what was I doing? Because the secret is in evaluated experience. That's what I'm going to. The secret, the Bible says, all these things were written for our example that we may have hope. So before you come up with all these big, huge ideas, let's step back for a minute and ask ourselves, hey, what is going on here? You can tell this one to be powerful already, right? Okay. So the first thing is this. So the first thing is this. You need to understand, dealing with stagnation. And dealing with stagnation, the first thing is this. Why am I stagnant? And that prayer is that thing must be a prayer. Because if you know, you will not be Daniel said in the book of Daniel, the Bible says that Israel should have left Babylon and moved back to the promised land. But they were still stagnant in, the, in Babylon. What did Daniel do? The Bible says Daniel went to God and told God, he said, according to the time of life, the scripture, according to your plan, we should not be here now, we should be ahead. He says, why is this thing happening? And God began to open up his mind. Listen to me. This, there are prayers you pray asking for something. The biggest prayer, and that's why when you see Matthew chapter 7, it says, ask and what? That's a level of prayer where you're asking. This is superior level. What does it say? Seek. Seek is not asking. I'm seeking to understand something. It says seek and what? You shall find. It says the third one is what? Knock. What does knock mean? Knock means you now know from seeking what works. So you don't have to pray. You just apply the principle and the door will open. It said knock. And the door will open. At, at the base of prayer, and that's how children are. Every time they are asking, 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 asking. Once you grow as an adult, you begin to seek. How come this and that? Because the problem with asking is this. Every time you ask for something, you get a miracle. You have to keep asking. You cannot self-initiate. But you have to grow up as a child of God and learn how to self-initiate. He said, ask. He said, the second one, seek. You seek, how does this thing happen? So you understand the mechanism. So people hear testimonies, but they don't understand the mechanism that delivers testimony. People hear miracles, but guess what? Miracles are backed up by a gift called what? The workings of miracles. So miracles are work. They are work like mathematical equation. Miracles don't just happen. They are work. That's why First Corinthians so says, the gift is the gift of working of miracles. So the one that receives miracle is happy, but the one that is superior is the one that knows how to work miracles. Acts, seek, knock. In the one, in, see, 
In the first two, you are looking for something. In the third one, you are doing something. You are knocking. You are knocking because they are available to you. So when people are stuck, this is what you need to do. And it's a practical thing I want to ask you. My father, speak to me while I'm here. And when you do that, let me say two things you must do. Because one, once you pray like that, begin to pay attention for answers in things that are relevant and irrelevant. One time, as what they call it, as someone was going, God told him, look at the ant. Look at what they do. They gather in the summer because of winter. Who knew that the answer to Solomon's prayer for wisdom will come from ants? And that's why I said, it's not enough just to ask. You must be sensitive to see what God is saying. Glory to God. Then the second thing is that you must involve yourself in material search. Why is material search? What does material search? Sermons, books, conversations that are pointing to what you're saying. The reason why is this. The way the human spirit and mind works is this. Even though God is speaking to you, if your mind is not trained to see it, you will not see it. So by the time you involve yourself in those materials, you'll become familiar with those thoughts as soon as there's something that will pop up. I, I asked someone, said, uh, Pastor, I'm studying, I'm struggling. I mentioned I'm struggling. I said, Sir, how many books have you read about self? He said, I've been praying. But how will you understand answer when you don't read? I lead a team. How many books have you read on team building? You lead a business. How many books have you read on business? The reason why is that, let me tell you something. Because the way God speaks, eh, your mind cannot be to comprehend. So when a human being breaks it down in books, you'll be like, Oh, wow, this was what I heard. The books helps you. Look at what, what happened with the Ethiopian Enoch. He was reading. Ethiopian was reading, reading. He was just reading, but make, not making sense. Until Philip showed up and says, understand it, what you read it. What does that mean? When you pray to God and say, show me how to go forward. Show me why I'm stuck. There will be interpreters that will be interpreting what God is saying to you. People that will say, these are the signs. These are this, these are this. And that's why, if you, go to, if you attend this church, you must find to plug yourself into a cell. Because the cell is a natural platform where people can find other people that can interpret your dreams. There's, there's a guy I know, me and my friend were talking and we spoke about him. And, we said, ah. and the guy said, ah, that guy can't go forward. And I said, ah, you know, I seem to agree with you. Ah, he said, you, you've noticed. But the guy we're talking about talks to us every day. But the reason why is that until you give people the right through relationship to speak into your life, they'll never speak into it. And most of us surround ourselves with people that cannot enhance our destiny. Because we choose friends from convenience, not from vision. Because friends from vision will stretch you. They will stretch you. So how do you pray? So I just told you the first thing you're going to do. So during this fasting and prayer, first and tomorrow, you're going to begin to pray. And as you pray, you begin to... And you know the thing, eh? This is the way this thing works. As I'm teaching right now, there's someone that says, that's not what I want. You see the problem? You don't have the result that I have. I'm teaching you based on wisdom and revelation sent from God. You say, that's not what you want. What do you want? You will not go back to do what is not working. Because that's what you've been doing all your life. And you will not get frustrated again. And now stop coming to church and say, God is not faithful. During one of the prayers, the word of God came to us strongly by prophecy. He said, everyone that runs a business that is struggling, go and get a mentor. A lot of people got mentors, but a lot more did not get. Until tomorrow, they are still saying, God, why? Obedience is better than sacrifice. And some, some people have mentors that don't exist. They've not spoken to them in six months, in a year. How do you have such kind of mentors in your life? 
Thank God, I think by the end of this month in the Lekki Church, we're doing a specific training for business people. I think it's the men's fellowship hosting it. I'm not sure they'll open it to other people. It's very intensive. It's going to be one day first. It's going to be three months. Because there must be that way in which we can change some things. Because there's something I see in my spirit that I believe we have to be prepared for. Because let me tell you something. Everybody listen to me. The biggest opportunity in our country is now. I'm telling you. The biggest opportunity. You know why? In the biggest crisis lies the biggest opportunity. How many billionaires in dollars did we have before COVID? After COVID, there was an explosion in millionaires in billionaires in dollars. Because the biggest crisis has the biggest opportunity. Our country is going through the worst crisis right now. You need to retrain your mind. And this is what vision does. I'll talk about that in the next service. This is what vision does. Vision helps you not to see the problem. It helps you see the opportunity in the problem. Just look at it. During, I'm telling you, Bentley and Rolls Royce declared. They declared maximum profit. They couldn't believe what they have done. Shares like Apple, like Facebook, they rose by huge margins. Just because they most, the Facebook is grateful for COVID. Zoom is extremely grateful for COVID. His brain doesn't go away. Netflix, the same thing. Amazon, the same thing. TikTok, the same thing. MTN, the same thing. They may not declare their own, but we know. Praise the Lord. Because we're in the biggest season. It's not about relocating. No. Some of you will have to because that's what you want to do. But the ones that are here, see, don't stay here because I have no choice. Stay here because you know there's opportunity. It says, I will lead you, I will lead you into a green pasture. You see, you will lie on green pasture. He told you where you will lie, not on, on green pasture. So this month will be very powerful. I've told you to write your five year vision. You come, we're fasting and praying tomorrow. And we would um, continue going forward. There are some prayers you have to pray. So the first thing is that, Lord, to show you. The second thing is that, the second is a prayer of mercy. Why is the prayer of mercy? The prayer of mercy says, this is the reason why. Some of you, for you to do everything you have to do to get a breakthrough, it can take you a lifetime. So a prayer of mercy says, Father, please step apart the protocol and just intervene. That's it. Just step apart the protocol and just intervene. Glory to God. Maybe that will be enough for that. And the third one will be a prayer for, a prayer for um, clarity. Uh, let's, let's just go ahead and pray. Let's stand on our feet. Were you blessed this morning? Yes. I, I, you didn't even sound as if you were blessed. You just said, were you blessed this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Yes. I say hallelujah. Yes. And this ap- appeals to everything. This is the first prayer. Father, show me where i am father show me how to go forward are you ready let's go ahead and pray 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 oh father show me let's go ahead and pray let's go ahead and pray oh let's go ahead and pray let's go ahead and pray let's go ahead and pray oh ramatakatala pastor get a microphone and you know just join this morning Zemako predicaletos se bregedonte le bregedonte mashakala ne metala bakomeata leke me no no no. I want to pray from the depth of your being. Oh yes Lord, 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 yes Lord. Shabarana barabada barabada barabara atada ha. Yabako me shabere kome ne 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 
In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Will you please turn into First Chronicles 16 verse 34. And this time around we're just going to pray for the mercy of God when it comes to our business. We're going to pray. Some of you it's marriage. Some of you it's your career. Some of you it's a startup. We're going to pray for the mercy of God. Why are we praying for the mercy of God? First Chronicles 16 verse 34. Let me show you what the mercy of God does. Is it there on the screen? First Chronicles chapter 13 verse 34. Let's read together. One to go. Give thanks unto God. For what? For he is good. And what? His mercy and The goodness of God is a function of his mercy. And that's what I want to see. The goodness of God. So when you are saying, I receive the mercy of God, and you are praying for the mercy of God, indirectly what you are praying is that, Lord, show me your goodness because of your mercy. Lord, show me your goodness because of what? Your mercy. Are you ready right now? And this prayer, I want you to direct it towards three things. Towards your business, towards your career, and towards your goals for 2021. Many of you, the goals you set for this year, you need mercy for it to still happen. Because you have blown up many opportunities. Are you ready to pray? Let's go ahead and pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Pastor, lead us a prayer. Oh, yes, Lord. 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 Men talk and ready to talk. Let your part to me be able to let me to make yet to get ready to tell me how much a battle they can serve and get ready to go on a matter. Take the power of the Lord of the Lord. We are praying for the mercy of God on carriers, on all carriers of Jesus on 2021 goals. We are praying, we are praying, we are praying. Ashana Baradada. My father, my father, show me mercy concerning my 2021 goals. Show me mercy concerning my business. Show me mercy concerning my career. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to pray together right now. Listen, as I declare over you, either you're watching online or you're on site, either you're shouting or typing your amen, I want to believe you with faith. Glory to God. Will you lift up your hands towards heaven if you can? Oh, Barote Kepola Masapatameneha. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 This last quarter of 2021, there will be so much speed, there will be so much acceleration, there will be so much achievement with regards to your goals in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yes, Lord. I pray for someone here under the sound of my voice that the mercy of God comes upon your career. The mercy of God comes upon your career. The mercy of God comes upon your business. The mercy of God comes upon your project. The mercy of God comes upon your family. The mercy of God comes upon your finance. It comes on your 21 goals. 
goodness will show forth. The goodness of God will show forth. The goodness of God will show forth. The goodness of God will show forth. In the name of Jesus. 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 From this October, begin to experience a quantum leap. I said, from this October, begin to experience a quantum leap. Oh, Shani, Palo, Senata. I said, begin to experience a quantum leap. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God. Please let your expectation be high this month. Praise God. So, those prayer points, write it tomorrow. Pray with it throughout the season. Pray with it. Remember, everybody's writing their five year goals, right? And we're going to pray with it as you come to church. I'm not even announcing this in the next level because this is something specifically for the Harvesters International Christian Center. Everybody writing their five year goal. Tomorrow we are fasting. Tomorrow, next, tomorrow, next morning, we're fasting and praying. Glory to God. Let's go ahead and have our seats. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So next level today will be really, very, 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 just really life-changing. All of the men, you need to, all of the married men, you need to really plan. The dates will come up. It's going to be a three-hour session. You need to bring your notebook as you are coming because it's going to be very intense. Some of we need to plan towards the end of the year and particularly plan for next year. Hallelujah. Because there are certain things. You cannot solve if you cannot solve a physical, you know, there are problems you, you let me just close. I don't want to start preaching again. All right, let's go ahead and receive our tithe and our offering this morning. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and do that. We are a very generous church. That's who we are. We're faithful. You know, we're faithful in our giving to the Lord because we know that God is good and kind. Glory to God. Some people say, okay, I, I, I was tightened before I stopped tithing. Why do we tithe in the first place? Every time we give to God, it's a sign of gratitude. That, Father... The 100% is yours. Even this 10%, I'm just thanking you for it. Every time we tight, the second thing that happened with tight is this. We're saying, it's a sign of faith. Saying, Father, I believe that my 90% can do what my 100% can do. Because of blessings that will be added to it. Glory to God. And that's how we also give our offerings. The same spirit of faith. There's no worship without giving. There is no worship without giving. Glory to God. So if you've stopped tithing, you want to consider coming back on the tithing journey again. If you stop giving the offer, you want to consider. Actually, those are online. You know, maybe some just watch online and say, I will do it tomorrow. This is the best time to do it right now. Glory to God. If you're tithing, will you please stand on our feet as our culture is. Some of us are giving seats, special seats towards the hub. Also stand and let's pray together. Let's pray together. If you're tithing or giving, the details will be on the screen. All of you online, details are there. If you're giving locally or internationally, it's there. If you're giving from Europe, Africa, please go to the website. Use the send wave or use the flutter wave option. It's all there. If you're giving in Canada, UK, or America, details are there. You can give within your country. Can we go ahead and pray together today? All right. So if you're tight and stand on, even going to tight when you get home, it doesn't matter. You're going to do the pledge when you get home. It doesn't matter. Just stand with them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, the good thing is this. We are not manipulated to give. We give from a deep place of gratitude and love. You deserve it. If Jesus died for us, what is tight that we will not give? What is offering we will not give? With what you've done in our life, what won't we give to you? We are grateful. Today we bring our tight and offerings to honor, to worship, to appreciate you. Receive it, O oh God. And I'm asking you, O oh God, that the blessing of the general soul, which is this. The Bible says the world of the liberal heart will go bigger and bigger. Will be evident in our lives 
in Jesus mighty name and amen praise the Lord hallelujah God bless you may please have your seat amen and while we're doing that um, while we're doing that if today happens to be your first time in harvesters hey we've been waiting for you we've been waiting for you all of you joining online we have been waiting for you all over the physical center we have been waiting for you welcome this is harvesters international christian center it's a place it's a community of people that love jesus they are friends to one another and love to support themselves so this is what you want to know about harvesters number one it's a place where we take the word of god and break it down you know yesterday i met this lady and i said pastor he said all my friends are just talking about your teaching they said they never understood the bible instead of teaching i just it's just a grace it's not it's not about a person it's a gift you know so one of the gifts we have in our church that will break the word of god and break it down also it's a place of the miraculous you know looking over there i'm seeing a family and as i see that family i, I remember the story of their sister that attends the mainland church and she was at stage four cancer and they sent me a testimony and said she's completely cancer free right now glory to god she was at stage you know stage four cancer means one step to graveyard i hope you understand that and right now she's completely cancer free because in our church the miracles of god happen the miracles have happened either they are medical miracles or financial miracles or marital miracle a lady sent in a testimony my husband has been away for eight years right now my husband is back home praise the lord so very it's a place of the miraculous and lastly it's a place where we where lives are changed and people support one another and that's why in our church i always say to you this is going to be your church you have to find a way to attend the our growth track which is first week every sunday membership class and the reason why is that we want the pastors to know you want to be able to put a name to everybody we want you when you're in trouble we can call on someone you know last sunday one of the sisters testified that a business burns down you know a store burns down and when it burns down um they just put the prayer request let's pray for her and one of our leaders said pastor you know why are we just praying for her we can do this i suggest we should give her some money i said let's go ahead and give her the money and that lady one was giving five hundred thousand. there were two of them and i was giving twenty and fifty thousand because we know them because what we know them so i said why can't they help me we don't know if you're real or you're fraudster praise the lord you know because this country is quite shaky sometimes so amen so but when people know you we can be able to help the married men are doing something right now we're building up capital to help businesses just go forward it's really amazing so what we want to be a church that's just not pray with you we actually support one another and it's difficult to do that online but we support one another praise the lord hallelujah we're going to close the service just right now are you ready are you ready to close the service okay walk up to the front and give your offerings we don't pass basket because of covid just for this season walk up to the front there's offering baskets in the middle also you know help turn it open let's go ahead and give and we close the service so if you're here for the first time will you just get the cards from the ushers raise up your hands quickly and let's get the cards from the ushers thank you so much oh let's put your hands together and welcome them for the first time i'm here just raise up your hands quick you don't have to stand up you don't have to stand up we don't our intention is not to embarrass you our intention is to be a blessing so raise up your right hands and the ushers will come and you know they will just give you you know they will just you know give you a card please fill the cards with accurate informations and you can return it back all of you online there'll be a link online for you to fill those cards praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah remember everybody we're doing our five-year um, um vision plan just for five years and we'll take it from there so if you have the card there's someone at the far left right over there if you can walk towards him and get the card all right praise the lord can we close the service this morning were you blessed this morning how many of you feel like i need to go back and listen to this again you feel that way i know just go to youtube at harvest's tv and listen to it again let's stand up and close hallelujah so tomorrow morning we are praying 
at um, we're praying and fasting and tuesday we're fasting and praying and we have bukola begs here to lead us in fasting and praying were you blessed today hallelujah and surely Good morning, church. Good morning, church. How are we doing today? Welcome, welcome, welcome. So good to have everybody in service this beautiful Sunday morning. Please, can we rise to our feet as we welcome God into our midst this morning? Oh, Father, we thank you. Can you begin to exalt the name of the Lord? What a privilege and an honor to come boldly into his presence. Oh, man, that broke with all.